Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to another midweek pod. Thought it'd be an easy one to jump on here because as we're kind of wrapping up into we've got Supercoach uh, draft semifinals this week, we've obviously running the last three rounds of the season. Trades have dried up in a lot of those places. So it's time to look back for me and go, who are the guys that I missed out on? Who did I not own in a draft or a classic? So I've obviously got my home league, the boys and the bands, when the podcast is draft league, and I've obviously got my classic team. So I've got three teams. So you would think in those teams, I would at some stage have most of the guns. But looking down on the list, if you saw it in the Supercoach list by averages, I think it's a good one to kind of look at to see who are those guys that you just missed. And again, when I looked at this list, the thing that struck me the most was guys that I kind of looked at last year was like, I'm going to own them this year. And again, we're at round 20. 425 now and again I didn't own them so look it's going to be something I'll definitely take in the next year there are some guys that you just love watching and go I need to have them in my team uh, so let's get right into it because if you sort of by uh, average I think it's the best way to do it kind of go down so we'll run through the top 10 uh, Nico Hines classic and the home league Kalen Ponga same thing Nathan Cleary obviously in classic had a cup of tea with drink water in my draft league not in classic yet Tommy Turbo unfortunately had him in both SJ in Classic, Latrell in Classic, and the Podcasters League, and Gutho in Classic. But here's where we get to guys I have not owned, and I'm sure you guys may have a similar list. Maybe you guys have got some other guys that you just haven't jumped onto. Number one, Big Tino Fasumala Awi. He is a guy that I desperately wanted to draft in both leagues. I was prepared to go round three on both ones, and I think he went there even sooner than that. So, unfortunately, did not get Tino in draft. And in Classic, he's just been that awkward price. Last week, I was really wanting to pull the trigger. Uh, obviously, Guru brought him in. He was the one that, you know, has kind of been tipping me into the Tino realm. I had the trades to do it. Could have gone Hopgood there. Could have gone uh, Preston there, Bateman there. But, unfortunately, I held firm. And it looks like I won't be getting Tino in this year. So, Bittersweet, a guy that I desperately want to own. I did have him in our home draft league in his first Melbourne season. So I've definitely had Tino on my side before. It's very, very fun. Uh, so he's someone that I'm definitely highlighting next year in one of the two draft leagues. Definitely in classic, I want to get Tino involved. The next guy on my list, surprisingly, big Greg Marzier. I have not had Greg in any of the draft leagues or classic. He's just, you know... There's a stages in classic when you go, I'd pick one or the other. And, you know, I picked Asako uh, ahead of Greg. And, you know, that's turned out pretty well. But, yeah, I would have loved to have gone on some of these Newcastle games and had him in there. Uh, obviously, pretty much on trailer in both of the draft leagues. So, Greg Mars, you want to be looking into next year because I think he's someone who, you know, you could spend around three or four pick and I think he can get you a lot of benefits, especially if you do pair him with a KP. So, he is one there. Payne Haas, I've luckily to own in my uh, home league, so he's off the ball there. Dane Gagai, someone floating very underrated. Um, haven't had any of the draft leagues and in classic, just at a real awkward price all year, you know. I think the thing I've learned this year, there's two very key things I've learned this year, and I think that might be a separate pod we'll do, but don't worry about origin, you know, get the guys in that you want to get in, but then also don't worry about the awkward price points. If you need to buy a guy at a 600k mark, just go do it. I think Ponga was the classic one in the last couple of weeks where, you know, 700, 800, 900. You just have to bite the bullet, 
swallow a bit of pride and get on it. So he's someone that, looking back now, definitely would have liked to have had. The next guy stings me, number 22 overall, Adam Fanil Blake AFP. I had him maybe two seasons ago uh, in one of my draft leagues, and it was a lot of fun. And I, you know, I drafted him pretty late and got some good return out of him. And the last two has been desperate to draft him. The guy who's drafted him both years are guys that notoriously don't trade, so very hard to get him there. And then in classic, you know, I went Tohu over Adam just for the dual flexibility. But man, I really love AFB, and he's just someone who you just need a safe VC or a safe captain. He's one of those guys that you just want to have. So AFB is another one. Campbell Graham, number 27, 70 average overall. What else is to say? A very, very safe play. Both years in classic in the last two years, I have gone for Alex Johnston. Uh, I even started with Jackson Paolo last year. I obviously had Ty Monroe this year. So I've, I've picked up some rabbits a lot as, as we've gone here, but just, yeah, never been able to get Campbell Graham in. So a guy I'm definitely looking at next year, a base god in the CTWs with some upside. So he is definitely one I do want to look at. Isaiah Yo, number 33 a guy that I've been kind of touting on this podcast uh, before the season and even last week when we did that uh, one-off pod there. Just a guy who's going to, you know, shit you out of 65. Uh, can find an attacking upside as well. So another great case of, you know, I got scared a bit off with Origin. But again, I think it's just time to buy the bullet and you, you want to get these guys. You just have to go and get these guys. Looking down the list, there's not too many more. You know, even the halfbacks have been able to squeeze in quite a few halfbacks in a classic this year. We've had Cleary, we've had uh, SJ, we've had Hines, Moses. Hughes had a cup of coffee in the team there, so not too much there. Pat Carrigan is probably another big one. I really, really wanted to get Pat Carrigan in. But again, an awkward price point origin, so I stayed away in classic. Didn't Haven't been able to make a trade in the draft leagues. And that's the thing with drafts sometimes, you know, a guy can go to a team where notoriously not real big traders, so it's hard to get there. Rattle off a couple more here. Scott Sorensen, obviously, we were kind of looking at, you know, is he going to get the minutes? Is he going to go back to the bench? What's the role? I think, you know, Dave picked on pretty early in our comp and he's stuck firm with him all year. A very, very good one there. Further down the list, Charles Nickel Cookstard, burning. This one hurts because before the season, you know, you all, we all wanted us to really cheap out our CTWs. I had him in there for the whole preseason and literally the day before the season started, I traded him out. I can't even remember who I traded him uh, out for, but yeah, so seeing him, he's a season keeper, obviously, and it hurts because he's one there that you, you knew that, um, that he would really work well in this Warrior system. Didn't think he'd obviously get to the 65 average, and that's with a couple of injury affected as well. So it's probably closer to a 68 to 70. But yeah, I think one I'm happy to be wrong on, but man, I really do want to get. He's going to be a very awkward price for next year in Classic. So it's probably going to be through the draft route. He's probably going to lose that dual flexibility. He's only a fullback. Makes it very hard to own. But again, you know, deep draft league like I'm in a 12 man, you know, chance I could see him going, you know, six, seventh fullback off the board. Someone could even go a bit higher. So. Um, yeah, definitely one I missed out on there. Running through a little bit more, we've had, yeah, a lot of guys in this uh, top 50 here we've had for a cup of tea. Ryan Madison, I think he had for two weeks before he did his quad. Gion Kulamatungi is one I didn't have, but again, hasn't really hurt me not having him. Herbie Farnworth, again, another guy that hasn't really hurt me there. Probably Corey Horsberg is probably one of the last ones we'll see right here. You know, he 
a very highly owned guy that got jumped on in that period when he really took off. And again, probably going to be really hard to draft next year because of where he is at. Uh, so I think we'll leave that piece there, but let's quickly just talk about Classic and my last two. So I'm down to two trades left. I've got 300000 in the bank. Right now I've got, you know, I've got some good coverage. I've got uh, Tedesco and Mitchell, uh, Tedesco and Latrell in the fullback spot, Cleary and Hines in the halves, Ponga Manu in the 5'8", a stack CTW. I've only got Tohu and Taps in the front row with Ogden and Pele as my reserve. So if an injury goes down there, I'll be in trouble. Grant and Marnie in the hooker, so I'm good there. And then now that Preston is gone, probably going to be him or probably Pierre Cora uh, to keep Preston for that last round. So what I'm doing for these last two trades, I think probably just injury cover and then play them in the last two rounds is probably going to be the way to go. I really did want to try and make a move for like an Eli Katoa. Could still do with the peer core and have money left over, but again, I just want to make sure that every week I have 17 that I want to play. And I think that's the the goal. I think I'm at that 15k mark. I just can't budge out of there. So it looks like the best I can do is maybe 10k, just sneak inside that 10k. So I think the best thing for me to do now, I'm not going to try and make up an extra 100 points in a round. I really want to just get to that round, last round, make sure I have 17 every week, try and get that good score, just bump up, you know. 1500 every week get into that 9k mark i think that's the best we can do this year after obviously a 50 overall last year one of those seasons where just you know 50 50 decisions not going the way you know start the season trent lear over elikatoa thinking about job security you know not going with a tino or a Payne Haas because of origin coming before not starting season harry granny and burnt buying him at a reduced cost and not going well after that so look it, it all kind of plays in but i think we're in a good shape here Definitely some lessons like we spoke about. There are some guys that I just need to own next year. And as we get the big board and we get the Excel sheets, going to be some highlighted guys to go. You may need to go around early here and draft. Yes, there is an awkward pricing classic. Get them in. You won't be disappointed. So we'll leave it there, guys. Guys that we wish we had. We look back. They've missed out now, but we're going to get them next year. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. We'll hear from you soon. Cheers.